What's up, world? It's Nate, host of Life Tips Podcast. And I'm coming to you with an important message. In May 2023, the writers in TV and film went on strike. The strike has gone on for roughly two and a half months. And now in July of 2023, the actors have joined them. So now, the actors and the writers are both not working. Like, no one is going to work. And essentially, the American film world, the American film and TV world as we know it, as of now, is officially shut down. Anything that was being worked on is done. Hollywood is pretty much entering a global pandemic. This is the second major world shifting moment since 2020 when the coronavirus took over the entire world. But now, instead of a physical virus, the virus is Hollywood and the studios refusing to properly take care of the people that work for them. As someone who enjoys Marvel and DC, TV and film, It hurts. I'm grateful that the Little Mermaid made it. But this hurts. It hurts for the consumers. And most importantly, it hurts for the people that make a living off of being a part of the movie industry. So all we can do now is pray. Pray for the movies, excuse me, pray for the movie world, the TV world, and the writers 
and the actors. When will it end? I don't know. But if there's not a change, this is going to continue on. So I wanted to come through before we get started with this podcast episode and just simply let you know I believe that actors and writers deserve equal treatment. There are people that have made a lot of money over the years. And for the new people coming into the game, they need to make money. But it doesn't work if the people with the money are refusing to cut the proper checks, provide benefits, and more. So thank you for listening to this public service announcement. And now let's move into the podcast episode.
What's up, world? Welcome back to Life Tips Podcast. I'm your host, Nate, and I am an inspirational speaker. What's up, world? Welcome back to Life Tips Podcast. I'm your host, Nate, and I am an inspirational speaker. Hey, you. Yeah, you. Are you new to Life Tips? Well then, welcome aboard. Do me a favor and hit that follow button, subscribe button, however it's worded, and follow the show so that you'll be notified every time there's a new episode. You'll join the numerous amounts of people who download the show each day and add it to their everyday lives. Now, if you're a current or faithful listener of the show who has been with us since day one, welcome back. I hope to continue leading you in the right direction, and I hope that you continue to enjoy the show as per usual. Thank you so much. This has been Nate the host of Life Tips Podcast, just greeting you, and yeah, all right then, let's get started. What's up, world? Welcome back to Life Tips Podcast. I'm your host, Nate, and I am an inspirational speaker. Really quickly, before we start the show... I just wanted you to know that your support means everything, not just monetarily, but also your words. So here's what I want you to do for me. I want you to go on to Apple, find Life Tips Podcast and write a review and also leave a five star rating because you know I'm trying to get up there with the top dogs in the Apple podcast world. Same thing with Spotify and Google. Go look us up on those platforms too. blow us up and let people know how important listening to life tips podcast means to you. That way, the higher up we go, the more downloads we'll get from the virtual community. So yeah, y'all, that's all I wanted to say. Let's get into the episode. This segment is called What Weddings Teach You 5 because it's actually supposed to be a part of last week's podcast episode about what weddings teach you. But because I didn't have enough time to put it in the segment itself, I just added it to this episode to start off the show. But it ties directly into the topic of discussion for today, which is, are you ready to love? Is love blind? So before we get into that, let's talk about what weddings teach me now. 
Weddings teach me now that it's possible to get to the finish line with somebody. My guy Zay went through several girlfriends before he landed on his wife. If I remember correctly, I think there were two major ones. I don't remember the other women in, in specifics, but I remember the two women that mainly dated him that I remember being there for. And what's ironic is that Zay and I are on the same trajectory. Now, he dated both young ladies for considerable amounts of time. But I specifically remember him dating his last ex for a good couple of years before meeting Shakira. How does that relate to me? Well, I did date Jasmine in 2018 when I was young. I was 23 at that point. That was seven-ish years ago. I'll be 29 soon. So 23 to 29. Woo! Mm. And then I dated my recent ex. Years later in 2020, 2021, 2022. So that's a time frame of two years between meeting Jasmine and meeting Amber, then a total of three years between dating Jasmine and actually dating Amber in the beginning in 2021. And then <laughs> a total of four years between breakup number one and breakup number two. And what's the common denominator in all this? Well, the common denominator in all this is that at both 23 and 25, when I met both women, I was working part-time. I was in between not having a car to having a car. And then even when I got my car, I was working part-time and full-time and part-time again and doing Lyft, and doing Uber, and barely making it through just with what I had. No security, no hope for an apartment, etc., etc. Now, years later, I'm just kidding, now a year later, in 2023, it's much, 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 much different. I'm actually in a position to date someone with the hopes of making it to the altar. Someone who is on the same path as me 
in adulthood, but maybe not on the same path as me. In other words, the next person that I meet inevitably is going to have an apartment, which is going to help just ever so slightly in the dating process, but it'll make things a lot better when I actually achieve getting my own place. So what weddings teach me now is that it's possible to get to the finish line with someone, even if it has to be after one or two ex-girlfriends. Which ties into the opening segments of this podcast episode. Are you ready to love? Is love blind? Let's find out. You know how crazy insane this podcast episode is it's not just based on the show or the show's uh, but it's also based on the legitimacy that I just experienced a month ago one month ago I went to my bro and my sis's wedding. My bro obviously being the groom, and we've known each other for years. I've known his girlfriend for the last three years. And I pretty much knew that she was going to become his wife after the umpteenth breakup. I mean, they've called things off before and gotten back together. She was always meant to be his wife. The timing just had to be right for him to propose. And their wedding was phenomenal. Are you ready to love? Is love blind? Is love blind? The answer is no. Love is not blind. It is possible to fall in love with someone sight unseen, blind date style. But The real question is, are you ready to love? I knew my man's was ready 
after the last breakup. When they got back together after the last breakup, that was it. I was like, there's no way they're going to break up again. And what do you know? But it's one thing to go to weddings and be invited to weddings and see love take place in front of you in a ceremony. But to answer the question of are you ready to love is an extremely deep question that requires a pruning process. And that's what we are going to talk about today. No, it took me some time to get to the place where you wanted me to be. Oh, but now I'm ready. I'm ready to love. Sorry, <laughs> it's in a higher uh, key. No, it took me some time. There we go. To get to the place where you wanted me to be. To get to the place that you wanted me to be. I've watched this show a thousand times. <laughs> oh, man. I know it took me some time to get to the place that you wanted me to be. Well, but now I'm ready. I'm ready to love. Okay, now that we've cleared the air that I'm a dork and I can sing and all that jazz. <laughs> Woo! I'm so hyped for this. Ready to love. <clears throat> what is ready to love? Let's actually go and find out, shall we? Ready to love is an unscripted. I thought it was scripted. Okay, my bad. It's an unscripted dating series from a male perspective that comes to the screens, highlighting observations and experiences while searching for a lasting, authentic, and true love. It features successful black men and women in their 30s and 40s while they go through the steps of courtship. Nephew Tommy hosts the show. And they've been around for now eight seasons. They've gone to different cities to do the experiment. And they're in Dallas, Texas. <laughs> they're in Dallas, Texas now. The show just started back up for season eight, literally like three, four weeks ago. So we're now on episode, fa -la -la -la. I think we're now on episode four of season eight, I think. So, yeah, um, the premise of the show, basically, is they go to one city, Dallas, and they gather a bunch of young guys and young girls together from the Dallas area. And essentially what they do is they take you through a meetup process. And each week, the power to eliminate shifts back and forth between the men and the women. 
So the men gather together in a private room with Tommy and the women gather together in a private room with Tommy. And what's talked about is basically the inner workings of the process for each person. And one by one, eliminations are made until we are down to the last couples who make it to the end. It's a nice show. Great concept. I technically wouldn't qualify because I'm not in my 30s yet, but if I'm still single, by the time I get to my 30s, <laughs> which I don't plan to be, but if I'm still single by the time I get to my 30s, I will sign up for the show because I would meet the age requirement. But it's really cool. You go, you go to a specific spot. In the city, it's not like you have to fly out to Cancun or something like that. You go to a specific spot in the city and you meet up there after you get off work every single day. Either that or they just pay you to be off work. The point is you meet up after work and you go through the experiment, you go through the process and it lasts into the evening. So basically the show, you're in the midst of the show from daylight evening hours when you can still see all the way up to like nighttime and stuff like that. And then towards the end of the process, there's like one two week staycation where you're with all the couples who are in relationships together in one house and there's a test to see, are you going to bond together or are you going to bond with someone else while you're at the house? Interesting show. Interesting, interesting show. Now, Love is Blind is completely the opposite. Love is Blind is where you blind date people in pods and you got a glass barrier in between you and the other person and you can't see them. And what you have to do is, as the guy, propose to the girl from behind the glass and then you get to meet her face to face. I'm traditional. I'm not all for proposing to someone behind a glass and you barely know them. Then you meet face to face. And then after everybody gets proposed to and all that jazz, you go out and you leave the United States and go on a honeymoon for like a week, two weeks, something like that. Then you come back to the United States and start your life all over again with an engaged partner. So you go to your job, she goes to her job, and you two have to talk to family members and go through the whole engagement process together. The only difference is you got a big company backing you who's paying for your wedding and the ring. You don't got to pay for none of that. Whoop, whoop. That's the cool part. Anyway, <laughs> it's a good show, but it's become messy over the last several seasons with bad actors and people that don't deserve to be on the show because they've just been playing with people and it's disgusting to watch. So those are the two shows that make up the title 
of this podcast episode today. Are you ready to love? And is love blind? Now, to answer the question of are you ready to love, that's something you have to answer from within yourself. I can't answer that for you. You have to answer that question for yourself. So if you're a woman listening, ask yourself that question. If you're a guy listening, ask yourself that question. I've already told you that for me, I'm ready to love. And the reasons why are, one, I'm in a much better place in terms of being on this planet, being on this earth, than I was before. Before, I worked part-time. I wasn't bringing in much money, car, home life. It wasn't conducive to actually be it wasn't conducive to actually be a great catch from a woman's perspective but now seeing that as I've been in the school system for over a year I'm in year two in terms of the school system this the next school year has started and I'm at my one year anniversary of work I think the time is right now to be with someone because the optics from the woman's point of view look much, much better. He has a stable career job in a field that will never die out, which is education. So no matter if you are on the education side or in the kitchen, your job is secure. Money-wise, way better. I've got the education gig. I've got the small business in the background. And I also am going to look into a part-time outside of the job so that when summer comes next year, I don't have to worry about unemployment. So that's essentially two income streams, which is about to turn into a third income stream, which will not only help keep things afloat, but it'll also give me the means to actually successfully date. It's just a matter of who is it going to be. Apartment, that's coming next year. And credit score is great. And so essentially, I am, from a woman's perspective, a great catch. Not to mention, Jesus, strong faith. I successfully completed my first in-person speaking engagement. Scratch that off the list. I'm still being booked for podcast episodes on the virtual circuit. Scratch that off the list. The podcast itself the brand, that's all there to make me look good in the eyes of a female or a young woman who would potentially consider me as a good catch, etc., etc. The only things that are there that are learning curves for her are 
the little things. I was homeschooled growing up, so I developed my own way of connecting with people and connecting with women. So you're going to have to be okay with how I relate, how I connect, how I pursue you, etc., etc. My communication style is different. I FaceTime, I audio message, not just on my phone, but I have an iPad. I use the internet to my advantage rather than my data plan and my phone and all that. Sure, I have unlimited data, but what's the point in using unlimited data when you have Wi-Fi and everything over Wi-Fi is free? Wi-Fi calling, FaceTime, iMessage. Use the, the resources to your advantage, right? So that's my communication style that you're going to have to get used to. And then the last thing you're going to have to get used to is my process. I'm ready to love for sure. However, I'm not going to just be in a relationship for the sake of being in a relationship. I'm going to put you through the ringer because my ex was emotionally and verbally abusive towards me. And I did not know until my life coach pointed it out to me months after the breakup. So now you are going to be put through the ringer simply because my trust levels are not stable. But if you can survive all that and have patience with me and understand me and actually want to be romantically involved with me and not give me any of this bull crap that all these other women have given me before. Oh, you're a great guy. Oh, I'm not looking for a romantic relationship right now. get past all that, you just might resurrect my faith in romance. Could it be that she's going to be older? Could it be that she's from a different background? A white woman? Asian? Filipina? Latina? Could be. Because as it stands right now, the state of me and the black community in terms of dating and women... Black women just don't like me. <laughs> My two exes were literally like the rarest of cases, but 
for the most part, I've found that modern day black women just don't give two cents. They would much rather be linked with more attractive guys. So, I take that in stride. So now that we've talked about Are You Ready to Love? The last thing we need to address is (laughs) Is Love Blind? This episode of Life Tips Podcast is sponsored by Tips Podcast, and this is our sponsor. We got Spotify, Spot Spotify for podcasters. Let me tell you about it. Spotify for podcasters is the new podcast service from Spotify. It's totally free. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It allows you to create your podcast using various tools and your distribution is on Spotify. Spotify first and then they will distribute your podcast to different platforms for you. It's literally the all in one place to make a podcast. And then... There's video podcasts. So Spotify for podcasts has a video feature as well. It is not just audio. So if you want to get started with Spotify for podcasters, then all you have to do is go to dot podcasters.spotify.com to get started on making your very own show. I can't wait to see what you come up with. 
Spot, spot, Spotify. Spotify for podcasters. Spot, spot, Spotify. Spotify for podcasters. Black and Excellent, the podcast that seeks to make your skin folk, your kin folk all across the nation, baby. Now look, if you're looking for a platform that highlights black entrepreneurs and business professionals, we got your back. If you're looking for a podcast that's going to light that fire up underneath you to start that business that you keep putting on the back burner, we got your back. And if you're just looking to hear from some amazing black entrepreneurs and business professionals who are currently on the journey to making themselves and their brand successful, we got your back. So come check us out on Anchor FM and almost all streaming platforms using the name Powerfully Comma Black and Excellent without the E. We drop new episodes every Sunday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So if you're not listening to us, what are you doing? Is love blind? The answer is, well, you can answer that for yourself. But for me, the answer is, no. Love is not blind. On the show at the weddings segment, all the pastors ask the same question. Is love blind? But they also have to add this into their opening statement, their opening monologue. These two individuals chose to fall in love with each other, sight unseen. And that's why they have to ask, is love blind? Or say, it's now time to find out if love is blind, right before they ask the couples, the do you take each other to be your lawfully wedded, you know, blah, 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 blah. They have to ask, they have to make that statement before they ask that question And I think that's incredibly cool. But is love blind? The answer is no. It is possible to fall in love with someone's sight unseen. Now, the only problem with that show and why I would, excuse me, never go on that show is because one, no passport. Two, (laughs) I'm not about to be going overseas for three, two, three weeks. (laughs) That's ridiculous. Um, it could work. 
That is, if the filming schedule lines up with my job, which is the education world, I'm about to, no, that's crazy. No. <laughs> and then number three, the biggest one that I've mentioned a million times, I am traditional. I am not comfortable with getting down on one knee from behind a glass and proposing to some random chick that I don't know. <laughs> no, absolutely not. That's crazy. And everybody in my family would look at me like I was insane if I were to go on that show, get down on a knee, propose, and then come back to the United States after a honeymoon period, engaged. They look at me like I was crazy. Like, what are you doing? That's not how you do it. That's not how you've seen us do it. That's crazy. But to answer the question again, is love blind? The answer is no, it is possible to fall in love with someone's sight unseen and make it work. I've done Love is Blind, not the actual show, but Love is Blind is basically a, a way of speed dating. Is that them? Of course it is. Love is Blind is essentially a way of speed dating. Uh, yeah, she's the one I want to talk to. Because she's the business owner who lives there. And we need to talk. Hopefully I can talk to her next week. Anyway, what I'm saying is speed dating is a low-key, non-famous way of doing Love is Blind. Love is Blind is so popular. You'd be on TV. The whole world knows you. Twitter's talking about you. Yeah, no. Speed dating is way less invasive than that. But it's the same concept. You have to meet someone and then talk to them for five to six minutes before a bell rings and you go to the next person. And usually it's the guys that move between the tables and the lady stays put. And you actually do see them. The point that I'm trying to make is I've done it. Did I like it the first time I did it? No, because I was in college. It was weird. The second time I did it, it was good, but it wasn't great because I didn't achieve the outcome that I wanted. In other words, I went speed dating with my man and he successfully talked to two women. He brought one for me and one for himself, and we went out to get food afterwards. This is 2019. It was bad. It was really bad. He was enjoying it. She was enjoying him, and I think they smashed each other afterwards. The point is, I didn't have fun. I didn't get the other girl's number. We barely talked because it was just the three of them in conversation, and I was just there. That was horrible, and I never, ever, ever wanted to go back speed dating after that again because it was embarrassing. But in the years since that time, I've come to have a change of heart regarding that, and I probably would give it another 
chance if I'm just in the mood to go speed dating one day. Does it work? Yes. It works considerably better than Love is Blind. But it's still difficult because all you get is five to six minutes. Then you got to go to the next girl. And you got to keep track in your mind of the person you connected with. Then when it's all said and done, find her. Ask her out to dinner. Go out to dinner to continue the evening. And then... Go your separate ways. I might try that. Is love blind? No. There's another equivalent. Matchmaking. There's another show, which I might talk about eventually. And it's called Asking for a Friend. And in that show, you have two best friends, a male and a female who are best friends with each other. And they both have to hook the other person up with someone from a list of potential candidates that the company provides. Go out on the dates together. Together, mind you. So the guy will be there with his girl. And the girl will be there with her guy. They'll be in separate spots And eventually, the best friends will get back together and talk about the two people that they hooked up with. And then they will pick one person to continue on with. That's interesting. And I say that because I've never had anybody hook themselves up. Excuse me. I've never had anybody hook me up with someone else. People have tried to do that, but it always failed miserably, miserably. But that's another way of blind dating or speed dating that could potentially work. So it kind of ties into the topic of discussion that we're discussing today of is love blind? And that answer is no, because even if you don't do love is blind, even if you don't do speed dating, if someone hooks you up with someone else that they know, chances are that has way more of a success rate because they know you and they know the other person and they essentially have matched you in their brains that these two potentially could be something special. All I have to do is get them to cross paths possible to do that at weddings, which is why they say weddings are the best place to meet someone. Is love blind? No. But can love be blind? Yes. One of the scenarios that I pointed out where it went terribly wrong was my aunt. None of my birth aunts, none of my blood aunts 
one. My aunt from California did try this with someone. But my aunt from California and my aunt from the DMV tried this. In the case of the person that my aunt from California tried to hook me up with, I just couldn't get in touch with her. But in the case of the young lady that my aunt from the DMV wanted to hook me up with, we got eerily close. But aside from the one person that just couldn't make time to go out, the other person asked to see a photo of me in order to determine whether or not she was going to go out. She took one look at the photo. Swiped left. Does love have the potential to be blind? Yes. So at the end of the day, you might be ready to love, but you have to be very careful how you go about the process. Because what you don't want to do is play Russian roulette with your future or gamble with your future and lose. Wait, wait, social media. Wait, wait, social media. Don't go, don't go. Gotta give you our social media. So, if you want to follow Life Tips Podcast on the internet, there are several ways you can do this. The first is on Facebook. The second is on Twitter. And the third is on Instagram. So on all three of these platforms, search at Life Tips Podcast. If you'd like to follow me, follow me on Instagram at Nate underscore the underscore speaker and at Spoken Life Tips and on Facebook at Spoken Life Tips. So that is basically where you can find the show on social media and where you can find me on social media. Twitter at off underscore gen underscore person. That's at A-U-T-H underscore G-E-N underscore person. And that's about it. So uh, those are the social media accounts that you can follow the show on and follow me on. And so I look forward to connecting with you on the Internet. And uh, yeah. Yeah.